Hey guys, this is Tea with Tea Time, and I have my cup with my tea in it. And I just re- wanted to just let you guys know that I'm all excited about this because I'm starting to get into the episodes now. Um, I want to get my number out so you guys know that you can call in, text in, send a comment, a question that we can answer later. Um, that's 919-225-9585. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit more about relationships. But this time I want to be specific to talk about, uh, let's just say narcissists. <laughs> we all know that that's a word that's been thrown around a lot. About like bipolar been thrown around in the last five years. But narcissist is a real mental health disorder, nothing to really be laughed at. And in some cases, you know, people have been hurt. And beyond that, some people have even lost their lives behind a narcissist. Um, I recently wrote a book about my 10-year relationship with a narcissist. And after meeting another narcissist behind that, I realized this is a bigger case than I thought. And what we're going to have to do is prepare for it. So again, I'm writing another book. Um, to challenge that and to, you know, go into the game, to go into it head first and figure out what what it is I can do to not be a, a victim of a narcissist. I gotta be badass. I gotta be proactive. That's just me. And anybody that's dealt with me, narcissist or not, it didn't always end like they thought it was gonna end. And I'm gonna have the last laugh, regardless, even if it's a book. But at the end of the day, I do want to talk seriously about um, the fact that some people are living with narcissists as we speak. I even took notes, you guys. Um, I'm big on notes, but uh, I I think I have everything right in front of me at the moment. But what I did want to talk about um, to let you guys know that this quarantine has set the stage for a lot of people to be silently abused. And... You know, things are not normal. People are not going to work as usual. People are not going to their social outlets as usual. So we're having to be creative once again to figure out how can I still have fun? I mean, people like me, I sip and paint. I do a lot of creative writing. I do a lot of arts and crafts. I like to invite my friends over. You know, we talk, I write, and I like to write down everything people say and do. So these type of things make me who I am. But I want to know what makes you who you are. And I want to know that you have an outlet in this quarantine. A way to let off some steam. Get away from the kids. Um, If you have an abuser, sometimes the thing is that people don't know they have an abuser. They just think this is kind of a normal thing. Like pretty much everybody goes through it. And even when they know differently, they know that. Not everybody treats their wife or husband this way. Um, they get so, I say, numb to the facts of this treatment that they just feel nothing. They either feel nothing or they just feel like it's so normalized. But I don't want anybody to live that way. I want everybody who hears this voice uh, to know that I care and that um, there's an outlet. But I also want you to know that um, you don't have to stay in that situation. I want to dabble into what narcissism is. Now, there's 
more than one narcissist. There's a sexual narcissist, which I'm not going to get into. This is a whole nother ball game. But there's an overt and a covert narcissist, which is a classification, more say, of being um, covert, meaning cover, undercover, and quiet, or should I say, they move differently. They move discreetly. Uh, overt, uh, publicly, I can say we have political figures like that, that um, they're just obnoxious and they believe what they say and you should believe them and you should never question them and they say and do exactly what they want to do. Now, the difference is, I would say a overt narcissist, the, the boastful one, they don't do themselves any justice in, in capturing a lot of people because people run from them. People see them coming and they're not able to effectively um, harm people unless they're in a position to do so. Covert narcissists probably choose to do so because they are cowardly and fearful and they want to create a image that they're strong and powerful and they do it in their own setting like if they're your boss on the job they try to threaten you there because they don't have any power outside of the the job or if they're your spouse and they threaten you in the house and outwardly people think they're nice and sweet but they're really not or they could be a friend who only one-on-one tries to put you down at the same time smiling saying but girl you know I got you I love you even if you are a little fat or a little ugly or a little whatever she wants to throw out there as some type of salt but in reality they're usually jealous of you for that same reason you know but at the end of the day we can't get in other people's mind what we're gonna do is concentrate on us our reaction is what they need And if you don't have a reaction to their mess, then they've wasted their time. They certainly wasted mine. So I let them know, uh, okay, if you're dating a guy who says, oh, you're, you know, you used to be so cute, you're getting wrinkles now, you know, but I know somebody who like it. (laughs) You got to be real clear. And if you start to see these patterns of slight, um, little condescending statements and you know, they try to sneak a diss in there, then you're going to have to let them know. Uh, yeah, I'm not with this. And you have to cut it off. You have to be in a position to say something, mean it, and act on it. So this is how you stop it. You nip it in the bud. And I do want to hear from you guys, because I know you guys got stories. And um going to... Um, read some excerpts from my book um soon um i really want you guys to check it out if you'd like to get my book you can cash at me at dollar sign latanya coleman cousin and that's uh l-a-t-o-n-y-a capital c-o-l-e-m-a-n capital c-o-u-s-i-n and once you cash out me, I say $10 because it costs more for shipping and handling. But if you're my viewers or listeners, then I would say, hey, $10 is fine. Um, and I'll get that book to you. And 
we can go over some stuff because I actually did want to do a book club with a couple of people and we started but you know then corona hit and you know with technology we could have kept going but everybody was in crisis mode so but I was able to uh, help a lot of other people who started book clubs behind my book so they uh, had a successful little meeting uh, and book review but what I would like to do now at this moment is to hear from you guys so I'm going to again assert, insert my number 919-225-9585 and if you have a question please send me a text I'll make sure we discuss it and answer the best of our ability because also I want people to text in their comments for answers if once I post and um, read the uh, questions so just let me know so at this moment I'm going to take time to read a few of the questions Okay, question number one from our listener in North Carolina. Question is, T, I would like to know if you have a narcissist as a boss, what is the best way to handle this? Because I'm at ropes in with my superior. How do I handle this? What do you suggest? And please answer quickly. Well, listener, I would like to say that, first of all, I am not a therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, or any of those categories that would be able to really go into the details of um, identifying a narcissist. But with the general idea and the knowledge of what a narcissist is, um, and I will review that with you guys, I just I want to get that disclaimer out. Um, it's difficult to say who is definitely a narcissist, but you know for sure if a person is toxic. Let's just call them toxic. Because at the end of the day, you know, they're not making you feel well. You're not being productive because they're stifling you. They are holding you back if they're your superior then they're definitely holding you back financially um when it comes down time to get your performances my uh former narcissist boss told me straight out i never give uh ees which is exceeding expectation i never uh, assume that people are making growth they have to really show me and I understand some of that but with her it was a control thing and they are in control of a lot of things that will make or break your situation and hopefully you're not in your final career path it's just uh, stair steps to your career and if that's the case you have to choose peace if somebody's disturbing your peace, whether it be a relationship with a boss that's narcissistic or toxic, or it's a parent, or it's a 
a significant other. We cannot be toxic. We cannot function that way. Um, and staying is giving them the access to you to continue to torture you with this toxicity. And I would say, get out. Start doing, updating your resume. You know, smile. Do what you got to do to get through where you're at. But I would definitely be trying to get out of that situation. That's my answer to that question. <clears throat> I would say, um, you know, address higher authorities in that situation and make a notation so that the next person won't go through this or if enough smoke is um, made, they'll know there's a fire and that person will be meet their uh, superiors and they will be you know dealt with in a better in a proper way so yeah I would say get out is my my goal if I can't get that person out of that position because they're in charge of you and they're going to be making life miserable for you next question from listener number two okay this question is T, I have been in a relationship two years with the love of my life and something's just not right. I mean, he could make me smile and he makes my heart flutter and it all started out really great, but now it's not the same. He's withdrawn from me most of the time and ignores me and I feel alone in this relationship and I still love him and I still, you know, make plans to do things. And it seems like nine out of ten of the plans um, end up in a sad situation where I'm sitting waiting for him to arrive. He has no respect for my time and basically says things like, Oh, I thought you didn't want to do that. Were you serious? I guess next time we'll do this from my house. I'll make the plans. You can't seem to make good plans. This type of thing is going on, and I want to know what do you think and how can I help myself in this situation? And we're back with the answers for listener number two also from North Carolina um people have texted in people have let me know what they think and I'm interested in you know some more people texting in as well but uh the conclusion here has been basically know your self-worth know that this guy has wasted your time he has made you feel less than the queen you are and he has taken you for granted probably far too long. And um, people tend to get in their own world sometime and they do take us for granted, but that's okay because we should be busy doing our own thing to the point where we don't notice this. But when it's apparent that you're being ignored and you feel lonely in a relationship, it's time to jump ship. It is definitely time to jump ship in a case where you're not being uh, noticed and considered as a human being. And, and that's one of the things that narcissists do. 
they devalue your presence. But they only do this after they have over-exaggerated your presence with the love bombing and making you uh, a queen for the weeks that they decide to make you a queen. And they do it for a while until you get used to the feeling of being on top of the world. They put you there and then they snatch the rug and they pull you back down. And if you're not aware of what narcissists do, they're cowards. So what they do is set the stage so that, in fact, you will not want to leave them because you're going to be remembering that initial love bombing, the courtship, how they reeled you in only to throw you in a bucket and leave you there and cast another rod in another lake. So those are proverbial <laughs> um cliches but I want you to understand what I'm saying here is that a narcissist is not interested in sustaining a healthy relationship because they don't have healthy reactions to any emotions their their emotions are limited usually to about an 8 to 12 year old and they can't sort things out and they definitely can't go inward to self-assess that maybe I have a part in this. So in ignoring you and treating you that way and coming back to you later to say, what's wrong? You don't still love me or, you know, acting like nothing has happened. It's because they don't understand beyond their own needs and wants that other people have same the same needs and wants to be considered. Obviously, they do understand to a certain extent because they know that they can't reel you in without pretending to be excessively into you. And that's the part that's kind of hurtful because for someone to pretend to be into you and then show their true colors and ignore you, you got to wonder what what did they gain from this? And in the end, it's called supply, narcissistic supply is uh, the admiration, the love that you give them, they want it. They just don't want to give it back to you. They want, in fact, they want to disappoint you whenever possible. That's why they like to let you down on dates uh, that you planned or even dates that they planned and you had no idea they were planning. They want to let you down to get your reaction. So, Birthdays, holidays, and special events that are very dear to you are going to be places where you'll see that there are narcissists because they're going to disappoint you. Now, there's a criteria to be a narcissist, and there's at least, at this point, I think 10 different ones that in the DSM-5 to distinguish that if you have at least seven or eight out of ten I'll go as far as even to say six then you are probably a narcissist because we all have healthy narcissism and that is where you want some attention that is where you want to be considered or you try to be the best at something but not at all costs that's what a narcissist is they have to win they have to be on top they have to be better than they are in everybody's eyes because their best is never good enough to themselves. So they go to the further extent of creating a world where people either 
realize this person is obnoxious and outrageous or they're being snowed over to think wow this person is really sweet and really nice and people are not giving them enough credit they always desire more credit if you constantly hear a person saying I don't get enough credit for what I do well do it do what you do and don't do it for credit and guess what eventually it'll either be discarded or awarded so at the end of the day my answer to caller texter viewer listener however you're listening and uh reaching this podcast my answer to your question is get out get out while you can this person will not change if they are a narcissist if they are toxic they have to get help you can't help them because in this tug of war you will lose and you will be the one turning toxic if you don't get out so i want to close this episode with saying you know that's all we could do is worry about us we can't worry about the next person's move we just know that it's hot water it's hot fire don't touch it get out and i thank you guys for listening to this episode of tea time and tea has spoken and i just want you to say ladies know your worth don't wait a long time to get out and i hope you enjoyed the segment remember to call in text in your ideas 919-225-9585 you can also cash at me for supporting this podcast at dollar sign capital l-a-t-o-n-y-a capital c-o-l-e-m-a-n capital c-o-u-s-i-n that's latonya coleman cousin And I've enjoyed you guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Till next time when we talk.